is episode 122 of Bella in Your Business. Are you ready to scale your business with employees and all the dreams that you ever could have imagined to come true? Well, I got news for you. This episode is sponsored by my free three-part webinar series course called Jump and Scale. That's right. It's free and it's for all of you who really want to take your business to the next level. If you feel like you've plateaued out, this course is going to be what's going to get you to that next level. All you got to do is sign up at jumpconsulting.net forward slash scale. That's jumpconsulting.net forward slash scale. Welcome to Bella in Your Business, where Bella will discuss anything and everything about your pet sitting business to help you land on target. So get ready. Bella's got your shoot. Let's jump. Welcome, everybody, to Bella and Your Business. I am here today with Nicole Brown-Packin of Miami Pet Concierge, and we've got a real serious issue to talk to you guys about, and it is disaster preparedness. It is currently at the recording September 9th, 2018, and um, Nicole is an awesome member of Better Marketing with Bella and the Mastermind, and I just got to hug her at the Paradise Retreat here in Arizona. So Nicole and I are very close, to say the least, and another one of our, I'm going to just call them pack members, Maureen Dunn-McCarthy had a question today that she doesn't normally have to post that much, and that is, oh my gosh, there is a hurricane in the Bahamas right now that is just now turned in from a tropical storm to a hurricane. And she's like, what do I do? Because admittedly, you know, they don't have to deal with a lot of this stuff. But guess who does have to deal with it? Nicole, who is actually based out of Miami. And last year I was praying with her through it and, and keeping tabs when Hurricane Irma came and just like plummeted the state of Florida. So today I thought it would be awesome to have Nicole on with us. She also has an incredibly thorough blog, awesome for you, that we're going to post in the show notes and in the chat here so that you can see it too. But Nicole, thanks for coming on such last minute on a Sunday morning to help out your fellow jumpers. Thanks for having me. I'm really glad to be here. 100% and Maureen is joining us too. So what's Hi, up? Hi Maureen! And Terry, you know, I have a ton of ideas, obviously, but I'm in Arizona. The worst thing we have are fires, you know? So I want to hear it directly from someone who's been through it. And I want to know... Right now it's Sunday and this thing is about to make landfall. They predict, and of course it always can change, on Thursday. So Nicole, I want you to walk us through right now. If you were sitting in Indian Trail, South Carolina. North Carolina. North Carolina. What would you be doing to prepare not only yourself, your family, but your business, your staff, and your community? I think the most important thing, Bella, first off, is just to take a deep breath And don't panic because we all know that the media makes us a little nutty. So first things first is you need to take care of yourself and your home and your pets and then trickle off to your staff and then your clientele. I was talking to Maureen this morning and what I would suggest everybody to do right now is create an email that jots down everything that you need from your clients because they're going to come to you for guidance. You are their person. And so if you can guide them step by step on what you want from them, you're going to take away the stress. You're going to decrease the questions and the phone calls and the emails and the text writing and everything else that's going to stress everyone else out. And then you can breathe. 
Also remember that hurricanes predictions for Thursday, that's like a year from now. <laughs> they were telling it was hitting on Thursday and then it was hitting on Friday. You know when it hit? One o'clock in the morning on Sunday. So my piece of advice is prepare, but always expect that it's going to change. I feel like we're on a game show. Always expect the unexpected. But the reality is, is Thursday is a year from now. Yeah. That's great advice. So heed the warning, but don't freak out. And we've got to keep our senses about us. And I think, oddly enough, in the mastermind right now, we're talking about leadership and management, right? So I think that's a big part about being a leader is staying calm, staying factual, and seeing the bigger picture. I'm going to actually read the note that Maureen just sent out to her people. And Maureen, with your blessing, I'll include it in the show notes for those who might just be listening to the audio months from now. Nicole, I think you had something to do with this too. (laughs) Good afternoon. I'm writing you today to let you know, maybe you know already, that on Thursday, September 13th, the Carolinas are expected to be hit with a major hurricane. I wanted to advise you that if this should happen and the Charlotte area is affected due to a federal state of emergency, that Love and Kisses Pet Sitting will be shut down temporarily during the height of the storm to maintain the safety of the pet sitters. Wow, that's amazing. amazing. We will resume our normal activities as soon as our safety concerns are lifted and travel is permissible. That being said, I'm advising all of our clients to have a backup plan, i.e. neighbor or family member to attend to your pets If we cannot get to your home during the height of the storm, we will try our best to maintain communication with our clients, but due to power outages, cell phone and computer may be very limited or non-existent. Thank you for your understanding in this matter and stay safe. For our clients that are in town and not traveling, be sure to let us know ASAP to cancel your daily visits and know that we may have limited service as power lines may be down. Do not assume that we are getting your messages. You will get a confirmation from us as we get your request. I love Love it. So many reasons. Like, first of all, that was the most calmest, assuring email that also gave me so much confidence in Maureen's business that she sees what's going on. She has a plan for what's going on. And she's giving me the client ample time to wrap my head around it and try to think, what am I going to do? Wow, that is leadership at its finest. Nicole, what do you think about that? I think that she did an awesome job because to me as a client reading that, I'm thinking, wow, she's got my back. She is ahead of the game. She's not stressed out and it's good advice. What I would take it up a notch now for Maureen and anybody else is each day, send a follow-up on what's happening with you. And I would also encourage you to incorporate a list of preparedness items that you can suggest your clients to have. For instance, I'm a big proponent. Every June 1st, I email out my clients and they laugh at me. And I'm like, I want at least a gallon of water per pet per day for two weeks in your house. They think I'm crazy. And, you know, I've had someone say like, but my dog's only six pounds and only drinks a cup of water. You have no power for two weeks. They go to the bathroom on the ground You have to clean their bowls. You know, gosh forbid one of them gets a cut because there's glass and they got scared and there's, you just never know. So put together a list, food for five days, water for five days. The most important thing that we see in animals in disaster areas is no identification, not enough medication and photographs. Let's just give you an example. 
You're in your home, something happens, your door opens, your dog or cat flees. Now what do you do? They end up in the local shelter. There are going to be hundreds of those animals. If you don't have proper identification, microchip number, a photograph, you're going to have a hard time getting your dog or cat back. So I would suggest having a prepared list. You do it for yourself. You're an asthmatic. You have your inhaler. Well, your diabetic cat needs that too. So I would totally suggest looking at the blog and make that preparedness list. Send that to your clients. Ask them to prepare. And then each day, what I did during Irma is I simply sent out an email updating them on what we are doing. Because again, they're looking for us for guidance. Yeah. Now, some of you may have clients that are out of the country. Some of you may have clients that cannot get back. That happened to us with Irma. We were able to have everybody come back but one person, and that dog stayed in our care as a boarder. And we made it very clear to our client that if we had to evacuate, we would take him if we could. And what I mean by that is my street was evacuated with cops going up and down, and I had four pets of my own. If I ended up in a shelter, they only take three. So I mentioned this to Maureen too. Go on to your county or government websites, find out for your clientele what shelters accept pets, give them the info, what the requirements are, the weight limits are, the breeds, the medications, give them that information. It's going to keep them confident. It's going to keep your phone from not ringing. And I know in the state of Florida, at least in Miami, you have to apply for those spots in the beginning of the hurricane season. So some of them are already sold out per se. Oh so my the more information you can give, the better. Also, a quick hint, add pet-friendly hotels that are 30 to 100 miles away. For us, the day after the storm hit, we were down for two weeks. So I yeah. took my dogs in Orlando and worked because that's where the closest Wi-Fi was and water and gas and food. I have goosebumps just listening to this. And Nicole, you're clearly an expert in this, not only because you knew what to do ahead of time, but you've been through this and this information is invaluable. And I want everyone listening right now just to think like, do I have this protocol in place? Because this is not something that you can try to scramble and figure out because you are emotional. You are scared. You are trying to figure out about your own home. One thing I want to draw attention to that I really, really admire, and I hope people I don't want this point to get lost. Never in this conversation are we saying, okay, well, we need to find out what staff are staying back and what staff are going to like cut down trees and get to a house because you guys, as a leader of your team, or if it's just yourself, you have to keep yourself safe first. And this is not a time to be a superhero. This is a time for first responders. And I, I think that I love how out the gate, you and Maureen have both mentioned that if it's a state of emergency, that's where the cutoff is. State of emergency, get off the road. We are not doing it. And you guys, this doesn't matter if this is a hurricane or if you're in the Northeast and this is a Nor'easter and it's snowing buckets or it's fires and it's out in Arizona or California or any other kind of national disaster. You really have to heed what's going on. I know we've talked about from a marketing standpoint that we can contact the local newspapers and news too and say, you know, we are not open right now or we are open when we do open to kind of get that word out too. But 
All of this, I implore everyone who is in earshot of this recording to go look at Nicole's blog there. It's very, very, very thorough. And to see this letter that Maureen put out. And I just love how you are also encouraging people to keep the expectations going because I think that's really important. Not everyone's going to see that first email. What is it like 30% will open up that email? So if we keep building on that and we keep banging down that door at the very least, hopefully, like you said, it'll take a different course and you won't even be affected by it. But this is incredible what it's doing for your clout with your clients. This is why we're professionals, you guys, and people are expecting this of us. The one thing that I can say, and this is just from the experience of having gone through this with Hurricane Matthew two years ago, which we prepared for and nothing happened. Yeah. And having lived through Andrew as a teenager, which at that point, I, I mean, I was a teenager. If you prepare your clients and your staff and you want a time zone, because Maureen was saying, well, when do I tell my clients we're not working anymore? Yeah. Follow the government buildings. They close, you close. Schools, however, they close a little bit earlier. But you can kind of, if you want to make it easier for yourself, go with the guidelines of the government. You know, I was in a tricky situation last year because, as I said, I had one client that wasn't compromising. And I literally evacuated at the 11th hour, and I almost had to sacrifice my family's safety to get out of Miami. And I will tell you, if it means right now, anybody who's in Arizona or California or Northeast or anybody even in Florida who's not being affected by this, this is a great time to figure out what you want your company to do and set the expectations for your clients because there's nothing they can do once they know. If you don't have the expectations, they may kind of try to work it for you to be the person who's, oh, well, I'm vacationing. What about my hurricane shutters? Nope. June 1st, when I take clients for overnights or pet sitting, I ask them, who will be the person coming to take care of your home if a hurricane hits? What's going to happen with your cat if we have to evacuate? Do you have enough of X, Y, Z? And I'm telling you, they know now after 12 years that June 1st, Nicole's coming asking those questions. And I'll never go through it again. So you need to prepare them, especially for those that have never been through it and keep calm. You might have people that are moving into your area that aren't like, I know if I moved there, all this stuff would be new to me. So this is like, oh, yeah. I looked it up. Hurricane season is June to November, according to Google. Is that, is that accurate? June 1st to November 1st. And it's a big celebration. You were like, November 1st is coming. <laughs> September and early October are the feisty seasons. That's when yeah. things get rough. So that's why we're seeing so many storms. You know, last year I had two clients that had moved here from New England a week before, and they had no idea what to do. Right. So, This is going to be new, even for those of us. uh, We've been through Andrew. We get lazy. But I know that in North Carolina, where Maureen is, I bet you they're getting freaked out enough that water's off the shelves in their local grocery stores. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you, on June 1st, my husband and I go to Costco and we get 30 to 50 gallons that sit in our garage so that just in case. It sounds cuckoo-cachoo, but I'm telling you, I had clients last year that needed water and I had it. Yeah. Well, that's that's what, Nicole, that's what being a leader is. You're a great example of what a leader is by leading by, you're not just telling people to do it, you're doing it. I mean, truly, I mean, that's what we're talking about in the mastermind this month. And you're just an exemplary definition of that. 
I think it's amazing. Do you guys have, uh, and Terry brings up a good point, as is gas. <laughs> gas is low. And I imagine that you own a generator being in Florida. Yeah. What most people do, we don't, believe it or not. You know, generators are awesome to have. Don't get me wrong. Unfortunately, we don't have one, but, you know, we have families that do. So it's another story for another time. If you can, <laughs> they can be dangerous. If you really want a generator, you want one underground that's, you know, yeah. all that. Anyway, what yeah. I would suggest is Terry mentioned regarding gas. Always fill up your tanks as last minute as you can. And if you can, gas containers in your home. Last year, we didn't have gas in our community for almost seven days. So we literally left. I left from Miami to Orlando, which is three and a half hours. And I don't think I was able to get gas until probably an hour out. But, you know, you have to just prepare, you know, yeah. gas, sure. Yeah. You're not going to be driving. So, right. So I think the major takeaways and help me out with this, because I want to wrap it up and kind of just put a nice little bow on this one sure. in your community and get a notice out with what you are expecting from your clients and what they can expect from you as soon as possible and update them every day. Do not be yes. a superhero. And let your staff know that you're leading by example and to know when and how and all this stuff, consider following the government guidelines. And at the beginning, if you're in an area where there's a snow season, hurricane season, fire season, stock up with the necessary supplies that you need to and make a resource list like Nicole did. And we posted down in the comments there about places of refuge that are miles away from your place. Did I miss anything, Nicole? No, um, the refuge miles away, you know, a lot of people are going to want to instantly start driving out. Last year, everybody wanted to start driving. It was taking people that would normally would get from here to Gainesville five hours, 24 hours. Again, stay calm. If you feel that you have the opportunity to leave, make a hotel reservation and get out. However, prepare yourself and prepare your business and also your staff are going to want to be heroes and you need to make sure that you appreciate their offer, but their family and their pets come first. So my example, my feeling is my family, my pets, my home, my staff, their pets, their home, their family, and then our clients and your staff are going to want to come on board as quickly as possible afterwards because they're thinking money signs, but you got to keep implementing that it's safety first and you guys will come back, you know, to work as soon as possible, but you're not going to be driving when there's down wires and water up to your ankles. Oh, that's a good one. Terry said, okay, elephant in the room. Refund. I would say yes, because I always would if it was a disaster, if it was an act of God. Nicole, what do you think about that? We refund. And I'll be honest with you. I told Maureen this this morning. Be prepared if you're out of business for two weeks. It's a hit. We had a huge hit last year. It took us about a month to get back on our feet. Luckily, we survived it, but it's inevitable. And yes, give back. I mean, yeah, it's not their fault. Yeah. Nicole Brown Packin, you are a superstar. I appreciate your leadership in our industry. I appreciate calling you a friend and just being able on a Sunday morning to say, Nicole, people need your wisdom. Can you get on live with me? And you said, husband, I'm going to wait to go on a bike ride with you and I'm going to come on to help my industry. So thank you so much for being here. You're just amazing. Um, How can people reach out to you if they want to get a hold of you? Sure. If anyone has any questions, you're welcome to reach out to me anytime. You can email me. 
I'd be more than happy to speak with you this morning. Maureen and I spoke by phone. I'd be more than happy to talk to you if you want and just, you know, stay calm and always know that the storms do change. So <laughs> never know. That was info at miamipetconcierge.com, right? Yes. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. You guys, this has been another episode of Bella in your business. Remember when life gets tough, always keep jumping. And if you liked this episode, please, please, please go find it on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you listen to and leave us a review to that effect. Thanks for listening and have a super day. Thanks again, Nicole. Bye. Have a good one. Thanks for jumping with Bella in your business. For more information, free articles, free coaching sessions, and more, go to jumpconsulting.net. And remember, Bella's got your shoot.